I believe in science, of course. Oh, really? But, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but uh, not that I know a lot about it, but I do believe in it. <laughs> yeah. But I also think that there are things that we don't know. And I think that that kind of mind over matter stuff that it seems to be part of the Wim Hof stuff, the breathing. Sean, he breathed of basically bacteria out of his body. Like he just kind of willed it out. And That's they, insane. So you'll see photos of him. He'll, he'll have all these guys and they'll go on these runs in the snow just in shorts with no shoes. And then they'll go sit in a in a freezing cold river with sort of ice all around like this. Like then they'll sit in, you know. But but we still haven't answered like what that does for the body. Like what does the cold do for the body that makes it what? Right. So at cer so our bodies operate at certain temperatures. And um in chemistry, I don't know, Sean, did you ever take like a basic chemistry class? There's like certain reactions that occur at certain temperatures, chemical yeah. reactions. So like yeah. if you raise the temperature, then certain things can happen. If you lower the temperature, certain so essentially our bodies operate at room temperature or whatever. But if we lower that temperature, certain processes, innate natural processes that oh, wow. I don't know the specific details. Wait, so then, well, do you do the cold plunge to help with the knee or just overall? I, so I do the cold, I started doing it because, you know, growing up in Canada, growing up in Canada, we spent a lot of time up at the, you know, this lake with my grandparents way up in Northern Ontario. We swam in the lake weeks after the ice had broken. My grandfather would go in every day and we like cold water. Canadians like cold water. And there's, mm -hmm. there is a connection between that and sort of longevity. I have a lot of longevity in my family. My three of my grandparents lived to be north of 95. My great grandmother died at 105. My grandfather walked every day for an hour in the morning, even when it was sort of 20 below. Um, that cold air, I've always believed that there was something to it. I always have taken the end of my shower to make it cold because um, uh -huh. it made me sort of, it wakes you up. It makes you feel alive. But then you start reading about it and you're like, well, the cold actually, the cold water helps with inflammation. And inflammation is the enemy of all Yeah. Right. All things, right? Inflammation, and I mean, I'm, I don't know what I'm talking about at all, Priyanka, so you can <laughs> sort of help steer me. I've lectured about this. I love this topic because there's also seasonal components to it. Like, for example, in the wintertime, it's cold, right? But most of us spend our winters under heaters or, you know, not being exposed to the cold. It's during that period that actually we are able to burn brown fat, in, initiate anti-inflammatory properties. So a lot of people, for example, they gain weight in the wintertime because they're like eating a bunch of carbs and sitting under heaters and mm -hmm. not actually being a part of the natural elements. And there's mm. metabolic consequences to that. And so we're supposed to be cold in the winter. Yeah, I, I believe that. And I... I guess I've just always, you know, you look, obviously, when, it, when you look at athletes, you know, they all, they've been using ice forever. Pitchers, as soon as they get off the mound, they're yeah. wrapped in those ridiculous bags of ice right. on their arms. So it stands to reason, well, why wouldn't you do that with your whole body? And inflammation is at the heart of a lot of, from what I understand. And again, what I understand is a very, very little. I co-host a podcast called Smartless. That's how dumb I am. <laughs> okay. So inflammation, it's part of a mind and body connection. For example, they've done studies on people with depression and they've actually found high inflammation in their brains. Oh. And uh, so that can impact your mood and how you think. And so, yeah, doing things like cold thermogenesis is fine, but it's not like a one-stop shop. 
bringing down inflammation is a comprehensive process. So you got to watch what you eat. You got to watch the kind of people you're around. If you're in a stressful job, you got to maybe rearrange the job situation. And if you want to do things like cold thermogenesis, that works too. But bringing inflammation down is a like mind body comprehensive process. And also collective stress can also lead to inflammation. It's very comprehensive. We're all connected in that respect. And there is a connection. And, you know, I 